Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Disjelting Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. I am your host, Charlie, and I am not joined today by the Pacific Cutter himself, Zelius, because he has Concrud, courtesy of Dragon Con. Now, have no fear, Zelius, hopefully, fingers crossed, will make a full recovery, and we will see him in the very, 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 very near future. But, that being, that at, being as it may, whatever the words are, words are eluding me right now. This, of course, is the Thursday Night Hangout. It's a live show where we try our best to cover the topics most important to you during the show. If we do, unfortunately, run out of time during the show, we will add your te- your topics or questions to the very next show. Also, please utilize the chat window. The chat window allows your voice to join in on the show and allows us to create an even greater show. So anyways, without further ado, we're going to jump right into the stories. The first one is a, is really effing sad. Just going to, you know, just going to put it out there. Um, the first bit of news is the fact that Mike Faye, uh, based, a cornerstone for Kotaku for 16 years, unfortunately has died. He died at the age of 49. Um, back For those who don't know, this dude is like your like the quintessential example of like a general giant. He's the kind of guy that would lend you an ear if you need it, but also tell you a joke at the same time. He was very 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 much involved with video games, of course, cuz he was he was one of the journalists at Kotaku uh, for 16 years. Um, in 2018 he did suffer a aortic dissection. Uh, which of which is a uh, basically the tearing of the inner layer of the uh, main artery, and after after surviving that, he unfortunately became paralyzed from the chest down and had to use a uh, a wheelchair. Now that being said, he was bound and determined. He's since 2018, he's been bound and determined to try to keep doing everything that he loves to do. And that, of course, is video games, to talk about video games, and writing about video games, anything nerdy, and everything nerdy. Unfortunately, this past April, he did have another aortic dissection. I believe he just had been, from April on, he's been in and out of the hospital. Unfortunately, he... I believe it was this early this week. He unfortunately lost his battle um, with uh, basically all of his organs finally getting a little bit um, uh, overdone. So unfortunately, he has passed. I did meet him briefly at Momocon back in 2015 when he was helping with the Indie Game uh, Award ceremony, which... That award ceremony, I've I've got thoughts about, but the the fact of the matter is, the guy was like the most genuine person in the world. From my understanding, every single convention, every single expo he went to, he made damn sure that since he wasn't at home, that he was going to be bringing stuff back to his partner and his kids. So, rumor has it that he had he always carried a briefcase or some kind of bag around with him, where he was collecting goodies, uh, both edible and toy varieties um, for the family when he got back home. Um, So he will be super duper sorely missed. Uh, If you have the capacity to help out, uh, 
they they've set up a GoFundMe page. Uh, the GoFundMe page is GoFundMe.com slash F slash Fahey dash family dash fund. I'm putting it in the chat for um, for Twitch. Uh, I'm pretty sure that if you were just to go to either Kotaku, K-O-T, oh my gosh, K-O-T-A-K-U, uh, you would find it on that page, or you could just put in Mike Fahey, that's F-A-H-E-Y, and then you can go, you can find that the GoFundMe. The crazy thing is that, and the thing that I keep, that I kept forgetting was the fact that Mike actually lives pretty close to here. Uh, he lives just in the outer outskirts of Atlanta, or he lived in the outskirts of Atlanta, and he is being, he is survived by his partner, Eugene, and their two sons, uh, Seamus and Archer, who are both 11. Okay, so some more news that came in that I think, I don't know if it's good or bad. Actually, I, let's just go with impressive. How about that? So there is a streamer by the, that goes by the name of Ace Gamer Sam. I believe he's from Quebec. He's a 32-year-old gentleman who decided that he loves old-school video games. And he started with a very small streaming channel. And during one of his streams, he was lamenting over the fact that he sold some of his older games and just hated himself for doing it. So what he decided is he turned his stream slash channel into basically his, I guess, journey into trying to regain all of those games that he lost and of course games that he had never had before not only did did he do that but five years ago he set forth quite the um the goal his goal was to play through all 296 nintendo 64 north american released games and yes for those gamers out there who are wondering superman 64 was part of the deal. The crazy thing is he just now finished. Five years later, he has successfully completed 296 games. Um, I, that's, to me, that's crazy. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. I don't think there's there's certain games out there like Superman 64 that I think that I would have just not been able to play. But <sighs> wow, 296 games. That is a hell of an accomplishment. Congratulations on being able to play all of those games and streaming all of those games. I feel like, I don't know, five years. I know, I know that there's, I think there's like 40 other games if you went into the, the, the Japanese or, or international market. And yes, so technically a lot of the stories that you'll find online say that he's played every single 
Nintendo 64 game, which is untrue. It's only for North, North American, but still, hell of a good job. I don't know if I've actually, I'm trying to think. If, if I played, I'm sure that I've played, I don't know if I've played to completion, but I've probably sampled at least 296 games. Hell, I think my Steam library is, I think my Steam library alone might, well, I, I must have had at least 100 games, um, video games. So let's see, what's, what's my Steam library? I have, oh yeah, I've got 563 games in my Steam library. But if I were to do like recent activity, I mean, that's, let's see, I'm going, I'm just trying to cheat here and go to last time I played. Wow, did I not play any of these games? Here we go. Oh no, I, I guess it doesn't tell me when the last time I played. A long ass time ago, how about that? I mean, five years, 296 games. Good job, my friend, good job. The next story, speaking of consoles, let's go and talk about, let's continue with the Nintendo consoles. Nintendo had an event and they have revealed what's going to be a very hot topic item and scalpers are going to go absolutely batshit nuts for it. And that is that Nintendo is going to release a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet OLED model on November 4th. It's going to be the a custom switch as well as cradle. The let's see if, if I can read all this real quick here. The dock, which will be emblazoned with images of legendary Pokemon, Coradon and Meridon. The back will feature a colorful interpretation of the starter Pokemon, while the Joy-Con sport a scarlet and violet theme with the logos for each game, the school logos for the Naraja and Uva Academies on their respective controllers. It will feature 64 gig internal storage and the going price pre-scalper is going to be $359.99. Now, the reason why I say pre-scalper is every single time Nintendo has one of these special releases, they, you have all these scalpers who will try to buy up everything because quantities are, I mean, if it's a collector's edition, it's already going to be of limited quality and scalpers just basically vulture this shit until it, it arrives and then they buy up everything and then they turn around and sell it. Um, for example, there was a recently released Splatoon 3 OLED, OLED model that came out. Uh, as of the end of August, and the the price pre scalper was once again is going is the same price is three hundred fifty nine dollars and ninety nine cents or three three hundred sixty dollars. Um, the as we I guess we want to call make it a little bit nicer scalpers secondary market whatever you want to say you're it's at least four hundred dollars and going up into like six hundreds and seven hundreds. So 
if you think that the Splatoon 3 one, the price is where to get high, I can only imagine what the Pokemon one's going to be. That has got to be... I would not be surprised if people try to get it at the 360 bucks and turn it around and bare minimum get 750 for it. I tried. I tried once upon a time to... If I came upon Nintendo Switches when they first came out, I was going to buy them, and then of course I was going to turn turn around and sell them. And I ended up buying I ended up buying two in this like Walmart that is kind of tucked away, so I don't know if ever, they had a lot of foot traffic, but I saw that there was two in them in there, and I bought both of them. Thankfully, they didn't stop me. You know, sometimes when you have these limited releases, there are you're only allowed to buy so many, but. I bought two and I was like, okay, I'm going to make some money off this and ended up selling one to my buddy. And then of course I started falling in love with all of the trailers and all the gameplay videos of everyone playing the Nintendo switch. Even though I was, I was like super duper on the fence. I, you know, it's a handheld device, but it plugs into your TV. I don't know how I feel about that. And then of course I had to play breath of the wild and then it was game over, man. I think, I think it was like 250 bucks. I think the original Nintendo Switch was. I think so. But anyways, so moral of the story is I made 50 bucks. Uh, I turned it around and and basically my buddy convinced me to allow him to pay me 50 bucks extra for the Switch because I felt really awkward trying to get extra money out of my, my buddies. But anyways, we'll see November... Once again, that is November the 4th of this year. And there is one interesting thing, and that is that the the game doesn't actually launch until November 18th. So you got two weeks before you get the system. So I'm assuming that the system has like a a download code that or a pre-order a preload code that you can put on your system. And just sits there until it unlocks magically, and then you have your Pokemon uh, experience. Moving on from the console world, all right, guys. No, not moving on from the console world. Moving to a different console, and that, of course, is the PlayStation. Um, the the lead engineer for the PlayStation Five, who was also the uh, executive vice president of Sony Interactive Entertainment is stepping away after, I don't know, a billion years. No, it's not a billion years. He joined Sony back in 1986. He has been working with the consoles uh, since 2000, where he's basically been one of the engineers on like PlayStation peripherals. And then he became the the hardware architect uh, for the PSP, which, depending on which version you had, was either a good thing or a bad thing. And then, of course, he was on the hardware team for the PlayStation 3 and then moved on to oversee all development efforts on the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 4 Pro, PS, VR, and PlayStation 5. So the dude has some serious... Um, uh, credentials, but he is going to, um, 
move to a different role starting October 1st. So within a month. Um, so good for you, sir, uh, Masayasu Ito. I think you deserve a break. I hope he's getting a break because, I mean, PlayStation, PlayStation 5s are still sort of hard to come by. Um, now, of course, I haven't bought myself a PlayStation since PlayStation 3, uh, but that's a different story. And if you want to know about it, you can always hit me up on social media and I'll tell you about it. Because, Or you could probably just, yeah, just find me anytime I'm streaming or on social media and I'll, I'll tell you the story. It's a long-winded story. Or maybe it's not. Who knows? It could be. I don't know. Moving on to the next story. The next story is... All right, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I never played this game, but I heard about this game and it was... And, I think the only reason why I never got into this game was simply because I don't like playing online games because I somehow always find the toxic people. And when I play video games, I want that escapism. I want the ability to move away from the crazy ass stupid reality that we're faced with and have fun. There's a game that came out, I believe it was... Was that a couple years ago? Uh, called Splitgate. And Splitgate was kind of this shoot for the sky type of project that the developers were kind of learning as they go. And here's here's the twist. It is still in beta. However, it is, it will leave beta soon and as soon as it leaves beta it uh the the development team has basically said that once it leaves beta that is the last major iteration they will be moving on to another project well let me just read you what they posted online to give you a better idea of or you know, exactly what they're trying to say. To our Splitgate fans, we could not be here without your support. We pride ourselves on trying to be as community-focused as possible. We strive to improve our game and build a better future for Splitgate because of the enthusiasm of our fans. Thank you. Splitgate achieved a level of success that we could not have anticipated and that few indie games are fortunate to reach, which is true. A lot... the. I know a lot of people are like, you know, you make a game, you're going to make it big. It, that does not happen. Um, that initial success brought an opportunity to turn what started as a college dorm dream project into a AAA game that could stand toe-to-toe with shooters from the biggest publishers in the industry. But this also meant that as we've brought on top-tier talent from across the industry, we spent a lot of our time trying to rework old content and systems that were originally built by a handful of people. We are, in a way, bailing water while also trying to keep everyone who bought a ticket to board our ship happy, while also trying to turn our boat into a rocket ship. After careful consideration and much deliberation, the 1047 Games team has determined that in order to build the game fans deserve and to build it in a way that isn't trying to retrofit and live operate an existing product, we are ending feature development on Splitgate. We're turning our attention away from 
iterative, smaller updates, and going all in to focus on a new game in the Splitgate universe, which will present revolutionary, not evolutionary, changes to our game. It will be a shooter, it will have portals, and it will be built in Unreal Engine 5. Oh, and it will be free. We understand many of you will be disappointed and have a lot of questions. We want to cl be clear that Splitgate will remain online as will your items and progression. In fact, we will roll out a new battle pass on September 15th, so in a week, next week, and it will be free to everyone as a thank you for playing Splitgate. Game support will continue and there will be smaller updates and fixes to Splitgate, but the bulk of our fake focus will be on an entirely new shooter that we can't wait to share with you. This is a see you soon and not a farewell, the 1047 games team. Ballsy is the first thing that comes to my mind. But at the same time, I understand. Um, you can you can only put so much duct tape on something before you have to Try try starting from the ground up, like rebuilding. Um, I'll be very I'll be very interested to see how similar Splitgate and this new Splitgate universe game will be. I bet you it's going to look freaking gorgeous and Unreal Engine Five. But uh, personally, I never played Splitgate. All I knew is it was a first person shooter which incorporated portals, which caught basically fire and that's a very rare thing for an indie to be able to do and it's even rarer for the indie to not only catch fire once or catch lightning in a bottle once but if they are able to I guess keep their footprint their their audience and move all of them over to this new split gate plus additional thing uh, additional audience members as you know we all suffer from the new shiny syndrome which of course is it's new it looks cool i haven't played it before i got to try it out hopefully that's what happens and the 1047 games team continues to have success i i hope so you know personally alter confusion is always been about supporting the indie developers. Every single convention we go to, we try to um, we try to our best to interview as many indie creators as possible. Not only video games, but also artists and authors and board games and card games and tabletop. But the the main focus is it's always our our love and support and our focus is always going to be on trying to get amazing projects like Splitgate. Some love and attention. Sometimes it'll take off. I mean, I, I'm not saying the Alter Confusion is the reason why Splitgate, Splitgate, because we didn't cover Splitgate. But if you start a conversation about an amazing game, this is what happens. There are a lot of people out there who are like, ooh, this seems interesting. A first person shooter that incorporates portals. Okay, I'll give it a shot. And the next thing you know, they're at the point where they have to step slightly away from the game to create something that is hopefully going to be even more amazing than what they already have. So the best of luck to them. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they, uh, gamers won't have to wait too long, but I'd be very interested to see how far in development they are. Um, I bet you they probably have 
at least see. Mm, they probably have a, a lot of the groundwork laid out for now. That's the other thing is shit changes constantly in the game development world. But I'm assuming that, you know, if it were me and you're like, okay, we're, we're going to move on to this, from this product, you went balls to the wall crazy to make sure this product is as good as it's going to be and in a very good place and then turn your attention to the next thing. So we'll see. All right. So at this point, I do want to give a shout out to friends of the show. These are these amazing people who help Alter Confusion be Alter Confusion by supporting us with a monthly membership through Patreon. And you too can be a friend of the show. All you got to do is become a patron at the $5 level, which is $5 a month or $60 a year. But without further ado, let me tell you about the first of the amazing friends of Alter Confusion. The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts that challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. For more information, go to IndieCluster.com. That's I-N-D-I-E. E-C-L-U-S-T-E-R dot com. The next friend of the show that we have to give a shout out to is Noodle Boy Media. Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously White Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out Facebook.com slash Noodle Boy Media today. The next shout out we have to do is to the man who can help you feel a lot better, especially you gamers, because I'm going to be honest with you, we have sucky ass posture. And that, of, and what I'm talking about, of course, is Hero Chiropractic. Hero Chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore, the company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible and most importantly suited to your individual needs. If you are in the greater Atlanta area and you need a chiropractor, if you're a gamer, you probably do. Go to HeroChiropractic.com. The next shout-out we got to give is to the amazingly gifted maestro who helped get us out of a weird kind of bind when it came to our intro and outro of the Thursday Hangout. What I'm talking about is Crosspad Creative. Need a new logo or want to work on a full branding and content strategy? Or maybe you need music or audio for your content, just like Alter Confusion. Crosspad Creative offers a whole host of solutions for individuals and small businesses. Just email Josh at crosspadcreative at gmail.com and see what he can do for you. And the final shout-out we, of course, have to give is to 
the mastermind, the, the guru of Agile. That, of course, is Agile Axiom. By day, Christopher Ax-Ax them leads both a development team and system administration team working with satellites at NASA's Goddard campus. By, but while not in meetings and many times during, he is the Agile Evangelist Agile Axe, championing the philosophy of Agile and trying to make the world a better place for software developers, testers, system admins, and software projects the world over. Decades of experience in software development and leading Agile teams are brought to bear against evil processes, if inefficient work, and bad habits. If you want more information, go to Agile Axiom dot com that's a g i l e a x i o m dot com now i made mention of the fact that if you would like to be one of the friends of the show what you need what you would need to do is become a patron for Alter Confusion. So let me just lay out how you do that so you too can reap the benefits and also show some love and support for Alter Confusion because that is amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Alter Confusion survives on love and support of fans like you, and so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, lovers, haters, demigods, interdimensional beings, gods, demons, aliens, supporters, and more to become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. We currently have two, count them, one, two, tiers. There's the $1 tier, that's $1 a month, or $12 a year tier, and what that will get you is patron-only post interactions and, of course, early access to all of the playthroughs. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Not only does Charlie stream, but he also records playthroughs. And you, as a patron, would get early access to all those playthroughs. Now, if you're feeling a little bit spicy and you want to actually have your name or organization in all of the Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangouts, what you would need to do is you would need to go to the $5 tier. At the $5 tier, which is $5 a month or $60 a year, you would not only get everything that you get the $1 tier, but you would get your name or organization added to our thank you section for every single Thursday night hangout. So if you want to become a patron for Alter Confusion, go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Altered Confusion. The next thing I need to talk about is something that Alter Confusion is super duper proud of and very, very, very invested in supporting, and that of course is Extra Life. Alter Confusion is proud to say that we have been fundraising for Extra Life for 11 straight years. I want to point out that Extra Life has been around for 12 years, so we just missed the first year, but we've been damn good at doing it every single year since. Extra Life is gamers doing what they do best, game, to help sick and injured children at their chosen Children's Miracle Network Hospital. The money that we raise through Extra Life will go directly to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta as unrestricted funds. This means that the hospital decides where and how to spend the money to ensure the dollars we raise make the biggest impact in the lives of the kids they treat. So if you have the capacity to donate, please go to extra-life.org and slash and whoops, and search for Altered Confusion. Also, I'd like to point out that Altered Confusion 
as part of Extra Life. Extra Life always has a 24-hour gameathon, which will be coming up in November. And of course, Alter Confusion will be going for their 11th year straight of doing the gameathon. So come support us, both in finance and, of course, in spirit, person, whatever. Um, come say hey to us during our uh, stream, which, of course, once again, will be in November. All right. Now, I think I had like one more story to talk about. Ah, yes. Longtime friend of the show, um, Craig Campbell, the mastermind behind Nerd Burger Games, has just announced that his latest project is about to hit. Ooh, excuse me. Kickstarter. And so I just want to give a quick bit of information out there so that you guys don't miss out on the amazingness that is Code Warriors. Code Warriors will be coming out, will be starting its Kickstarter campaign September 27th. Basically, the gist is you're a program living inside a computer. The computer is crashing. Will you survive? And if this is anything, anything, like basically, I don't know, every Kickstarter that Nerd Burger Games has made ever, then um, you're going to want it. Because I own every single, I think I, if I don't own every single Nurburger game, I'm pretty damn close. But if you want to see the entire catalog of nerd of what Nurburger Games has and all the successful campaigns that Craig has um, has been able to do, uh, you can always just go to Nurburger Games, all one word, dot com. Um, the games, Capers, phenomenal game, help uh, was definitely helping out with. Uh, that one. Um, basically, Capers was um, super-powered gangsters in, like, Prohibition. Then there, of course, is the Good Strong Hands, which was the one that was nominated for an any uh, for Best Family Game and Best Rules. The There's a game called Die Laughing, which is a short play game where basically you're every single you you start with so so many characters and as the game goes on more characters die um and it's you know this like a comedy of errors and then the first one that nurberg games can claim as their own is murders and acquisitions which is basically awesome i mean it was RPG of espionage, subterfuge, theft, intrigue, and murder in the corporate world. And I feel like there was a movie that was sort of like that, that I can't remember off the top of my head, that I always promised myself, my, promised myself that I would actually go see um, or try to find a way to watch it, but I never actually got around to it. So, bad, Charlie, bad. Um, but if you want more information, just go to nerdburgergames.com, all one word, actually, because I've got the link up here, I'm just going to drop it in the chat. So if you're watching this afterwards, um, 
or if you're listening to it, hopefully you can spell nerd burger games, all one word, or you could just go to Kickstarter and uh, search for nerd burger games. Cause I think that will probably bring it up as well. Um, The final bit of news, actually, let me just say one one quick thing, and then I'll do the final bit of news. Um, unfortunately, after a very, 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 very long run as the Queen of England, uh, Queen Elizabeth has unfortunately passed. That's Queen Elizabeth II. Um it's an, it's insane how long she's i mean she's been she spent 70 years as the queen uh and so it's it's sad to see that she at the age of 96 has passed god i really want to do like a happy story but the other n- bit of news it's not i mean it could be happy um depends on how you take it and that is of course that the uh production director behind Cyberpunk 2077, who's also got, had his hands in uh, The Witcher and a bunch of other games while at, oh, I can introduce CD Project Red. I always want to say like Project CD or Red Project or Project Red CD. CD Project Red. Um, he is stepping away um, or he's leaving the company. I'm not exactly sure where he's going to go, but he did post it on on Twitter and all the social media stuff saying that he basically wants to thank CD Projekt Red for the 15, the amazing 15 years that he's been there. He started as a QA specialist and moved all the way up to the production director by the time of cyberpunk. Um, and the, I mean, you know, I guess I'll, I'll personally give him props because he actually stuck around, and uh, even though the the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven launch was, let's just face it, it was shit. It was really poorly done. There was so many bugs. Depending on which version of the game you had, it was it's basically unplayable. Um, or if you had the version I had. Um, there was a very good chance that you would have instant death and really weird situations like falling off a ladder three feet from the street. And then all, all of a sudden you're dead. Um, but they, but he stuck with it and he helped, uh, I guess, you know, production director. So he directed as much as possible and kept everyone at task. And now they've got their humongous DLC that's going to come out. Or I just, I think it just came out. Um, but it is weird that that's, they're only going to do one um, big DLC. And that, of course, is for Cyberpunk 2077. But the dude stuck with it, man. I mean, props to him. Kudos to him. Hopefully, I you know, I would love to say uh, pronou- pronounce his name, but I would butcher it. So I'm just going to say the production director of CD Projekt Red has decided that he is going to leave the company after 15 years. And if you want, um, oh shoot, I lost, I lost the link to his tweet. 
I was going to say, I was going to, well, actually, you know what? I could probably just do it this way. Give me like two seconds and I'll link it. Um, I think this is it right here. Yep. So I'll just give, I'll just send you his, or I'll just post his, um, his tweet. If I can find it, of course I can't find it now. Well, I'll just give it a whole Twitter. How about that? Ta-da! Easy peasy. And there's not a three there. God dang it! I fat fingered it. Wow, that's that's brilliant, Charlie. Anyways, amazing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've run out of topics. So, unless anyone wants to add a topic real quick, I think that I will, uh, because of not having the ability to have the back and forth with Zelius, I think I'll just have to wrap it up for this evening. But I did want to have a show tonight. Um, one, because I want the, the, the amazing people who are um, friends of the show, who support us through Patreon, uh, deserve to get a shout out every single week. So, um, so yeah. Oh, I do want to point out, I swear to God, I wish upon a star. No, um, I wish that I was part of ride games right now. Cause or or part of any of the organizations that they, they are part of cause they are striking gold everywhere. As we know, Riot Games has um, League of Legends, has Legend of Terra, which I play just a little bit of. Uh, they've got uh, Legends or League of Legends, Wild Rift. They had the the um, the Steam game. Of course, I just forgot the name of the Steam game again. It's like uh, Ruined King, Ruined King, uh, Ruined King, a Legend of a League of Legends story which was a phenomenal game. They, of course, had the very well done and very popular um, series on Netflix called Arcane. Um, and now, apparently, I mean, of course, you know, sky's the limit. They've got a shit ton of other stuff to do. Uh, they also have, there's a book that just came out. Um, and, of course, I've closed the link, League of Legends. And, but I but I want to put it in the chat um, because it apparently is amazeballs. And the name of the book is called Ruination. Uh, it is written by, um, whoa, what is, this is weird. Amazon apparently is like, we can't find your book no more. Ha ha. Um, let me try, there we go. A Leo Legends novel. Weird. It is written by Anthony Reynolds, and I will post a link in the chat for the Amazon one. But uh, as soon as I'm done with the book that I am currently reading, I will definitely check this out. I mean, I've spent enough time in League of Legends, especially as of late, that I want to know more about the lore. Um, and of course, anything to kind of tide me over to whenever the next 
um, season of Arcane, because there's got to be another season of Arcane on Netflix. Um, actually, I'm going to check it right now, because I have the ability to do so. Let's see. IMDb Arcane. There it is. Does it have a second season written in it yet? No, it does It does not. Damn it. Arcane season two. Let me just Google it real quick. I gotta know, I've got to know. Okay, the original one ran November 6th. All right, November 6th, 2021. Yes, but I want the second season, damn it. Will there be a second season? A pil uh, return to Piltover is confirmed. Uh, as Arcane's first, uh, okay, so when is it going to be? Damn it. I need to know. I need to know. The, okay, fine. The only thing that we know is that it's not going to hit this year. Well, no shit, Sherlock. Um, there is nine episodes currently and every single episode has been amazing. So... If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor and do it. And here is the IMDb link. Just in case you somehow did not know about Arcane. Amazing. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, I will be wrapping up this show. But that being said, of course, subscribe to our YouTube page, our Twitch are, because now we're finally Twitch affiliates. Thank you so much to you amazing bastard who sent a huge ass raid, um, uh, faint HD on Twitch. So we could finally clear that hurdle. And, uh, of course we're on Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. If you want more information, just check out the, the info tab on any of, on the podcast or on the video. Or of course, if you're watching this live, all the links are already there. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. For myself, and only myself this time, which is really weird, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. Um, for myself and Zeal, it's been a pleasure giving you everything coming out of our heads, our mouths, of course, our hearts. We'll be back next Thursday, hopefully with Zelius. Uh... But if not, I'm still going to do the show. So without further ado, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. And as Zelius would say, keep on gaming in the free world. And as I would say, amen to that, brother. Amen.